0: Important to remember that for the loving kindness practice, it's not about trying to make something happen, it's not about trying to get someplace. We're using memories and phrases, mental ideas to help uncover something that's real, authentic, natural, this basic goodness of the heart, this capacity, this capacity for the heart to be generous and expansive and inclusive and kind and caring. And we use the various techniques the images the phrases as needed to keep this attitude of love this experience of love in mind keep it in view learn to rest in it learn to trust it and then in doing that it expands it grows it deepens it widens until it begins to feel like it's everywhere equally And then, in a sense, we feel blessed by the love. It's not even so much me sending love, me wishing well. Venerable Analio says something to this effect, that we move from doing metta to being metta, doing a loving-kindness practice to being love. So let's begin in the most simple way, recognizing the undeniable truth that there is a body here sitting. This is our primary relationship in life, the mind's relationship with the body. So we can meet the body as if for the first time, feel the sensations of the body sitting, feeling the qualities here in the head, in the face, the tops of the shoulders. What would it be now to open to the tops of the shoulders and the throat and the neck and the face and head. What would it be to be relating to be opening to these sensations with kindness and patience, a willingness to include whatever is being felt here? Caring enough to be interested, to be close, to be intimate with the sensations here, the top third of the body. To be steadfast in the sense of not forgetting. We feel both arms, both hands, the fingers. Is there a way for attention to be affectionate, to be kindly as we feel both arms and hands? That steady, caring presence in the arms and the hands. And then into the entire torso, front and back, in between both sides. Opening to this ocean of sensation here in the trunk. Nothing left out. You can sense a kind of smile, a generous, warm, patient presence with the trunk, the chest, the upper back, the entire abdomen and lower back, solar plexus. And all the way down, feel the structure of the pelvis, the floor of the pelvis, the groin. Finding the patience, the kind interest now as we feel both legs from the hip sockets down to the toes. most basic expression of kindness is this willingness to show up, to be present, no matter what. So now with the legs. Caring enough just to show up, to be present with the sensations here. And the whole body, toes to the top of the head, front side, back side. I care about this body, care about these sensations, caring enough to be present now, to be kind, to wish well for this body. May you be happy and peaceful and at ease as if the heart itself were smiling at the body and the body smiles back appreciating the support the love And I care about this life, this sensitive heart that's right here. I care enough to be close. Care enough to feel whatever's here to feel now. This sensitive heart that is always open, always feeling, being touched by life's experiences. Care about this mind, this heart, this life. (coughs) Care enough to be right here. So you can use images, repeat some of the phrases that I'm saying, or let my words happen in the distance and have your own phrases just appreciating this life. And you can even feel that expansive, simple but expansive quality of love in the heart that includes the body, includes this heart and mind itself. May this heart be safe, May wisdom and love protect it always. And may you be happy and at ease. Taking the time to appreciate this good, sensitive heart right here. This life right here. Sensing this goodness, its nature is to expand, to increase, to never end. We call metta an immeasurable or boundless quality. So even as we're learning to settle in the experience of good wishes for this life, for this sensitive heart. Notice the expansive quality of love And if your practice needs support, you can repeat a word or a phrase, whether it specifically is sending a wish toward yourself or just more simply the word love or metta. But the actual object of awareness is the feeling of love, the attitude, the quality of love itself. It has this light and expansive boundless quality to it. Filling the space of the body and the mind until absolutely every part of the body and mind feels touched, colored by this wholesome goodness of love. Care about this life, care enough to be close. Care enough to wish well, to appreciate. May this heart be happy and at ease. May wisdom and love protect me always. And may this good heart continue, may it increase and never end. Allowing the whole body and mind to both hold and radiate this love, every cell, the full, full space of the mind, the heart. Very serene, beautiful smile, energetic smile It very easily carries over to all the dear ones in our lives. And just see who comes to mind. Doesn't really matter. What really matters is that there is this goodness, this love that wants to include all the dear ones in our lives. Good friends, family members, benefactors, I care enough to be close, care enough to open my heart and include and wish you well. May you be happy and at ease. May wisdom and love protect you always. And may your goodness continue and increase and never end. So on your own, just see who comes to mind, the dear ones. he's able to begin again. You can always come back and realize that I care about this body. I care enough to be close and to include whatever's here to feel. Care enough to wish well for this body, to smile with love, appreciate it, care about the sensitive heart, care about the dear ones until we rediscover this natural, expansive quality of love or metta. So don't worry if the mind gets distracted or painful memory comes to mind. Just begin again. We're practicing keeping love in mind until we can really rest in the attitude, the quality of love itself without the need for a phrase, a person, but a love that goes everywhere equally, unbounded, immeasurable, without any hostility or ill will. Quite naturally, you can see how the love is willing to go beyond our dear ones, beyond ourselves, this body. Even people we don't know, like the people in this room now, many of them we don't know, but we do know, we can feel, notice directly that we care. May you be happy peaceful and at ease. And may wisdom and love protect you always. And may the goodness in your lives continue, increase and never end. So the same love that filled the space of the body, filled the space of the heart, just spills over and fills the space of this room the whole center here all the staff the neighbors in the same way a warm light would effortlessly radiate out in all directions we just remove whatever might be blocking the light so that this warmth, this goodness radiates out. It fills the space of the world Or again, the practice is simply keeping love in mind. And so if something scary or painful arises, then it just naturally expresses itself as compassion. Oh, this is hard to bear, hard to feel, hard to see. And I care enough to be close. May the heart be at ease with these difficult conditions now. Or may you be at ease with the difficult conditions in your life. May wisdom and love protect you. The very nature of love is it's willing to include, willing to be close, Willing to be undefended, open, and kind. And this willingness to expand to include more and more Remember, if ever the direct, immediate experience of love is strong, then you might want to drop any phrases and just rest in that emotion, that mental attitude of love. Notice this expansive, Boundless quality as you rest in it. It's inclusive nature. So whoever, whatever comes to mind is met in a loving way, is included. Learning to appreciate the goodness of the heart, the heart that cares, the heart that wishes well, the heart that's willing to be close, willing to be touched, that can appreciate what is good, that's unafraid, free of ill will. So no matter what happens, what unfolds, let the mind be nimble in finding its way back to love, relating to whatever's showing up with this attitude of love. And even if the heart feels hard as stone, there is a way to open to that in a generous, compassionate way. Oh honey, it's hard right now, and I care about it. I care enough to be close, care enough to wish well, to include May this heart be okay with these conditions now, these difficult conditions. And may this goodness of the heart continue and increase and never end. May all beings near and far, all the dear ones, all those who are unknown. May all beings be protected. May wisdom and love protect us all. And may we all be happy and at ease. And may this goodness continue and increase and never end. So we'll continue for another five or 10 minutes in silence. always willing to start again, this confidence that this heart is capable of love in this moment, there's a way back. I care about this body. I care about this sensitive, vulnerable heart. I care about all beings, I care about the way it is. I care enough to be open. I will abide pervading all quarters with a heart imbued with love, with compassion and joy and equanimity, above, below, all around, everywhere and every way I will abide pervading the all-encompassing world with a heart imbued with love, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. time to check in if there are any questions about the metta, the loving kindness practice. As you can probably see, there are different ways to do the practice. There's a lot of room for creativity as we learn how. We're learning how to keep the quality of love in mind. Right? and basically with image how we direct our attention what we bring to mind pragmatically whatever works to keep love as the object of awareness to not forget it to keep remembering it because it matters what we pay attention to if we took 45 minutes and we practice keeping anger in mind you know we draw on all of our personal history or maybe currently people are irritating you and just kept bringing the attention back and then spreading it out, offering. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be pretty angry right now. <laughs> and, and there's a difference too because uh, the very nature of wholesome qualities like metta, like this basic goodness, basic friendliness of the heart, its nature when when we pay attention to it is to expand when we bring that non-judging awareness to anger you know we'd have to get attached to the anger to build it up but just holding just not trying to make anything happen just being aware however faint it is initially just being aware of the heart's capacity to wish well to be generous to care It naturally expands. That's its nature. That's how you know you're uncovering this quality of love. It's not something we have to fake. It's not pretend, right? The heart, because we've all discovered it. I mean, I don't know if there's anybody alive who hasn't had a moment where there was a natural, authentic experience of goodness, of heart, right? Anybody here? Willing to say you've never had that experience? (laughs) Because we could all just hold you (laughs) and break you down. (laughs) (laughs) So any questions about the practice you'd like to bring up? Yeah, please at the back. Yeah, thank you. And, and basically, any of the flavors of love—I mean, what, that's one of the things that we discover. Uh, the more we can rest in that quality of love, is that it's very nimble. So, as different images or different experiences come to mind, that love has a lot of stability. So it will shift so that it—it it is going to meet what's showing up. So when gratitude is the appropriate way to meet the moment, then gratitude is there, appreciation is there, compassion is there, joy is there, equanimity is there. So there's a real nimbleness because that the quality, when we look at the attitude of love, it really has this expansive and inclusive, nothing is left out, The sense that everything belongs so if we're seeing a lot of goodness or beauty then there's going to be gratitude there if we're seeing a lot of hardness darkness heaviness then compassion will be there because that's what love is that's the nature of love it knows how to include nothing is left out thanks for sharing that yes please In love, or if that's a kind of weird, just morbid fascination with suffering, <laughs> and if actually like there's another form of love which is nothing to do with that, but, and it's just pure, pure without any suffering. Oh, and I kind of see that more if you think about death or something. It's like it's just happy to see you all the time. Really, really oh, the world's so hard, with love. Huh? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. the, the important thing is to begin with an experience that's undeniable so that's why you don't have to begin with your body but generally we begin with something close to home something that's not complicated but it's it's really so that the direct and immediate experience of that emotion that attitude that quality of the mind is undeniable like it's undeniably trustworthy undeniably good undeniably pleasant right that's what we want and then and then once we have refound that rediscovered that uncovered that then we just use whatever keeps this in mind and observe how it grows now as we rest more and more in it then, some unfinished business or the suffering in the world or difficult people will come to mind. I think maybe tomorrow Kamala will do difficult people I'll talk about that more and uh, so when that naturally arises, it 's not even a choice, but it, there it is. We remember something like that happened even while I was doing the guidance. you know I was practicing with everyone and uh, A challenging situation came to mind. And like my first instinct is no, I can't deal with that now (laughs) because I'm you know, I'm busy. (laughs) And then and then I remembered, oh yeah, like that's what love does. It knows how to include. So let's see. Like, can that quality of the heart that is expansive, that has this generous Yeah, you too. Yeah, this too. Yep, this too. Quality about it. So can it include that? Right? And, you know, it just naturally morphed into, yeah, it isn't easy. I mean, not even in these words, but the feeling tone. It isn't easy having a life, having a complicated life, having responsibilities. It isn't easy to know how to navigate these things that are scaring me, you know, that are coming up. Not a big thing, but just something that sort of twists my heart a little bit, you know, when I think about it. And uh, that's actually, when love is moving, when love is there, that's a relatively easy thing to work with. And same thing with even chronic messiness of the world, you know, whether it's racial injustice or economic injustice or global climate change or whatever it might be that for whatever reason comes to mind, and the stickiness of it, and the oppressiveness of it, and people, innocent people being harmed over and over again. So when these things come to mind, the question is, can is there something, some way to stay steady and unafraid of the truth, of the way it is? It's not about, um, I mean, the first step is to let it in, to let what we're bringing, what's arising in the mind, the particular information or memory, whatever it is, to let it land. And that's the thing about everything belonging. It doesn't mean we know what, what's gonna happen next or what we should do next or you know, whether we should write a letter or get up and do something. All we, all we know is this is coming to mind. And we want to meet that because this is what's here now. But there will be naturally in practice there will be um, doubt about trusting this expansive quality of love. And the key is not to be afraid of whatever challenges arise. Just see if love is up to it. But it's not about indulging it. It's just about including it as it's already shown up, you know, however it's expressed itself. We don't have to think it through. It's just that emotion coming up or just that memory or just that thought that we have to deal with because that's our reality right now. Everything else is you know, like global climate change comes up, but what that thought represents is a fear. So that's what I need to connect. I have to be intimate, loving with, compassionate with the underlying unpleasant fear that's there. So it's not about the idea of global climate change or racial injustice or a problem in one of our relationships, a person that doesn't like us or is out to get us or whatever might be going on in our life. It's about what that feeling is that goes with that thought. That's what we're having metta, compassion, joy, equanimity with. That's what we're including in that radiant goodness of the heart. Yeah, thank you. Time for one more question or comment if there's anything. Yes, please. It's actually more common than you might think. She was just mentioning that tears started to flow and it didn't seem to be connected with any particular memory or thing that was sad. But because, you know, I mentioned that first night that awareness, mindful awareness, is a bit like a universal solvent. So to whatever degree, just being in the retreat space and then to whatever degree we're getting a sense of this practice of awareness It just loosens all the screws. And then whatever needs to move, wants to move, it will move, you know. And the nice thing about being in this space, especially because there's so many experienced people, is that we know it's okay for whatever is going to move to move, whether it's crying or anything else that might just move through us. It's okay. You know, the, the, the key is just not to not to deny it, not to repress it, but not to indulge in it either. And it's so liberating not to have a story for you, like even how you reported, shared with us. You know, it was clear that you didn't have a story, you didn't feel the need to make up a story about the tears. That's great, just, yeah, that's what's happening. I, I, you welcome, thanks for your comment. And I do have a couple announcements. So someone left a question for Deborah, and I kind of answered it, but I just want to make it clear. So we do use, um, some people like to use, and it's totally appropriate to use wishes in your loving-kindness practice, like may you be happy. But remember, it's not being attached to that person getting happy or me getting happy if I'm wishing myself happiness. It's noticing the generosity of the heart. So the phrase, like if we repeat a phrase, that phrase is mirroring an actual expansive well-wishing that's already there and we're using the verbal verbalization of it to kind of help more clearly feel and see that natural well-wishing of the heart we don't know whether it's going to affect me my good wish for myself or my good wish for all of you I don't really know right we don't really know what the effect but I, you know what I know 100%? That the wish itself is good. Right? I know that's a wholesome thing. I can feel directly the wholesomeness of wishing you all a wonderful evening. Right? When I feel that, I don't know, it's not about whether you're going to actually have a nice evening. But that wish that you have a nice evening, that I can tell directly by opening to it, by seeing it, Is a wholesome wish in my heart and so it's not about getting attached to your wishes it's about recognizing the wholesomeness of the wish itself so it can get confusing and that's why somebody left a note and then just two announcements remember unless it's an emergency during the sitting times that people are leading during the day try to be there at the beginning and stay all the way to the end we're just trying to keep uh, a nice protected space uh, in the room. So every once in a long while there's an emergency and somebody has to leave. But otherwise, do your best to stay to the end. Now sometimes you can quietly move from a sitting to a standing if for some reason the sensations in your body you can't work with um, or quietly stretch out a limb You know, if you need to make an adjustment. We all can work with that. But try to keep it so that People aren't coming and going during the sitting times. And then also there's uh, always on retreat and just generally out in the world, people who can't be around scents. And so as is always true. It's true on this retreat too. Some people are finding it hard to be be able to even come into the meditation hall because it seems that there's some scents. Now, it may be that you're not even using scents, but maybe some of your clothes are strongly scented from Before, when you were wearing those, you know that sweater. At another time, when you were using perfumes or something, so if you're not clear, you could always go into the office and ask them to smell for you. (laughs) Because sometimes we get what's called yogi mind, and we can't even tell anymore what's going on. So if you feel like you might, uh, you might have stuff that are scented, but you're not sure. Feel free to check in the office because we want people who are on the retreat to be able to, you know, use all the spaces here at IMS. So it's time for dinner in about 15 minutes. Time for a short walking. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.